welcome to this very special producer's pick episode of Creative Indifferences. I am producer Nick. As always, I am with Colton. Hey, what's and up? And Kurt. Yo, producer pick. Producer All right, now I'm going to hand it off to you guys because it is, huh. while it is my episode. You don't even want to say I, what you made us watch? I'm, can you at I least? know what the people. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, I'm, I'm new to the this intro. The intro usually uh, includes a little bit more than just. This is, you know, I'm learning. This is only going to happen once a month, so just bear with us through these first two minutes here. Uh, uh, so, as you may have recalled from last week's hit episode of House of the Witch, um, oh, yeah, that I one. have assigned <laughs> Colton and Kurt the. Uh, the David Ayer film of harsh times to either make a sequel or a prequel to. And let me tell you, what didn't a really time. matter to me. What a time! What a time! What a time! What a time. Harsh and harsh times. Nick, was were. this uh, was this his first film? <coughs> I haven't, I didn't, I didn't uh, do enough research to remember. Is this Ayer's first directing film? His first directing film? I know he had written some some stuff before this. He he didn't direct Training Day, did he? he no, he wrote, wrote it. He wrote Training Day and he wrote Fast and Furious. Uh, you know let me let me. Harsh times is I've... the first time he uh, he directed. Uh, yeah, okay. Harsh times is the first uh, first film that it he like directed. A graphic, that's okay. perfect. Yeah, I see. Back in two thousand and five is when this came out. All right, so let me put myself in the mindset of two thousand and five. I was in. Fifth but he grade. did write it in nineteen ninety six. Oh boy. Okay, that he, that was his shows second script <laughs> after Training Day. Yeah, I would I would agree. Um, did you so know? that was the film and. Uh, <laughs> Hey, and Nick. the other rule, just as a refresher, is that you guys did have to incorporate the lines of dialogue. We're men in all three acts. Also, this David Eric, if you do with reaction, he's got he's got a real mixed bag of stuff. He's been like he's directed an int- and written. Like he's an interesting like, guy. Like uh, I think it's insane. From what I like, all of his projects make him seem like he's like a super intense person. Uh, yeah. I was reading up a little bit on him. He uh, he actually grew up in South Central LA, which kind of right. makes me respect him a little more because I always thought this was just his commentary on what he thought was going on. No, like he ran away uh, from home, right? And then he was like staying with his friend. I think so. Yeah. I mean, a lot of. I mean, this is gonna make you laugh, but uh, apparently this this film, Harsh Times, was uh, he kind of based the character of Jim. The main character, he based Christian a little Mayo? bit off of himself and his friends mm. in South Central LA. Well, that, does make, that does make me laugh. Doing a lot uh, of drunk which driving. Which makes me respect him less. Yeah, um. a lot of drunk driving, <laughs> drugs, so pointing guns at women, you know. Well, he was also, he things. was, uh, he was a, a, a submarine on worker, right? Going to Mexico? Oh, I think I remember you talking he w- to me about he, this. He was in the service you, uh, yeah, as, he he, as a submarine pilot is that what it is submarine driver <laughs> submarine yeah. captain no he wasn't a captain i don't think but he worked on a submarine which is what which is one of his earlier films uh is about a submarine it's the u5 uh it's a series of numbers but it's yeah whatever i, I saw that too it's like a submarine yeah. drama you yeah u571 there it is yeah it's based on his experiences as a submariner in the u.s navy a submariner that's a good name yeah, that's a good that, title, that, submariner, 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 yeah, submariner. Hmm. Uh, Enough. So he's he's written a lot of like really tense movies, and he's directed several tense movies, including yeah. the critically tense uh, Suicide Squad film. Uh, end of watch. End I won't watch even call it a movie. Intense. It's a film. I would say end of watch is definitely an intense film. 
Yeah. I like End of Watch. It's okay. I, I, I didn't That is I didn't my high school opinion that I've stuck it. with. Um, but I also haven't watched it since, like, high school. Yeah. I haven't watched it since 2014. Uh, yeah, I have not either. I did not. Uh, what, something... He's got... Yes, oh, he did Bright, too. He's Yeah, he he's, wrote... He directed Bright. He didn't write Bright, but he did direct... Yeah. He produced uh, it. It was written oh, by... Oh, um, oh. Uh, it was written Max Landis, right? Landis, yeah. He did Fury... Of, but he is... He did write and is going to direct Bright too. Is that getting? I thought that got that, like. I believe that did get the green light. No, I believe it oh. got the green light. It's been announced. Oh, that's where it's at. They can announce no, things. I know when it's going to be released. They can. They have. I mean, they before. can. I'm just saying right now <laughs> yeah. it is. Had it, it sure. been announced? It's not too late no to not status. make this movie, but uh, I'm sure at some point we'll probably cover Bright on this. Because I, I I know that you guys are both big bright heads. Well, we're gonna have to do um, it before he comes out with this, you know, discuss sequel. So we right, can right. Make well, bets. well, we can do it when they officially cancel Bright Two, and we can be like, well, this is what we think Bright Two would have been. Uh, oh man, <laughs> we're talking centaur racism. <laughs> I can't wait for the commentary from David Ayer and Max Landis. It's the story. Two. It's the story about oh, a about a centaur out. who gets me tooed and is is really feeling feeling the pressure from the. But fairy like he didn't community. actually do it, or he what didn't. he did wasn't yeah, that no. bad. Yeah, he only slightly did what he's getting me tooed for, and is really ruining yeah. his centaur life. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I didn't see bright. I don't. I I, he also I, didn't, wrote Fury. I didn't like the. Uh, I, I did like he directed, wrote, and produced Fury. I yeah, was Fury. Fury, is, Fury I, I like that was one a of the that was one of the me. few films of his that I do genuinely like. I do genuinely enjoy, that but it does great. still have that kind of that kind of like machismo, like uh, of just like we're men, right? And like, but in yeah. that movie, I heard that every morning. I think Shia LaBeouf got everybody just to fight each other. They were like they would get in fights before they went to act. Like they would. I can't fight lie. Each other. It sounds like it's unpleasant to work with Shia LaBeouf. It is, but like, yeah. and you get him and David Ayer in the same space. Like, oh, I can't even imagine how but that must be. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf, more often than not, I think his performances pay off. Yeah, sure, it, yeah. The, I, whereas David Ayer, it doesn't David seem like David Ayer's a little more spotty as much as they should. Shia LaBeouf was a big, a big bright spot. In that I think David theory. Ayer definitely has his fan base. I just happen to not be a part of it. I mean, yeah, yeah. he wrote Training yeah. Day. That was good. There's a Fast and the Furious movie, the first one in there. Yeah, like, he wrote the first. He like he gets paid every time they make a new Fast and Furious movie because those are how, his characters. That's how he got all of his money because um, there's like two more left because he, more, he created parts. the characters in one of the biggest franchises the world has ever seen. And it was just and like to go into his a. Uh, to his trivia a little bit not to interrupt please he uh he had to take out a mortgage on his house to make this film harsh times and that uh, the budget was so tight uh that the production couldn't afford catering which is a real cool thing to do oh man so uh well that's fine because uh you maybe know he was making it, uh, sandwiches christian bale was getting ready for his role in the mechanist anyways yeah so he was all about <laughs> he's it. like i need to i need to lose this weight Eva Longoria was the one that felt inclined to to speak about the lack of food there. Oh, uh, so. okay. That makes sense. I mean, she had a kind of thankless role in this movie, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah her she her character was a, not, fun yeah. to, not fun to play, like, the kind of character she has to play. Where she's just she was like, also, like, doing Desperate Housewives during this. Sure. So that's, that's probably so she was spoiled she by, could like, her ABC DVD. Yeah, she was used to, like, that studio uh kind of pampering right, right. she was like definitely the biggest character on that show i would say or at least second biggest 
I, yeah, I, I never Cruz, watched the show, so I can't say. I, I did. I watched it you with were my big mom. I watched, it with, I, 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 yeah. I watched it with my mom, too. I watched a couple seasons. A few seasons, Every maybe? Sunday. A couple of big yeah. DHW hits. There was just like, it was just like, ah. It gets uh, weird. It's redundant. I remember they would they would always play it before Lost, uh, and I was very into Lost. <laughs> so so you would catch the end of a lot. I would catch the episode <laughs> ends, and I'd be like, huh. I wonder if this is a big if this is a big cliffhanger for this show because it seems like not that big a deal. Wisteria Lane was uh, the Lost Island fully developed. There was a rumor that that it, the reason they played it before is because it was actually a prequel to Lost. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> All right. that show! I miss I miss the time of Lost where people were just like, we really need to figure out what's going on in this TV show. <laughs> As the like, writers would do we'll the just, same we'll do thing, do anything. <laughs> And I was like, what are we doing? The writers had it figured out for three seasons. And then yeah. they, they, they're like, we have to keep going? They're like, Boom. all right. Uh, time travel. And then the writers strike in there, too. Oh, yeah. The writers. Yeah. That's one of the oh, few yeah. shows that survived the writers strike. Barely. That hit like at the end of that show, right? I think no, like, it was right about, the, the about the midpoint. <laughs> I think oh, like five, midpoint. six. Oh. Yeah. yeah five, there's six? like That show is like eight years long. So, And that and the writers strike was in what? Like, oh, eight? Uh, 07 or 08? 07, 08, yeah. Okay, yeah, and, and Lost didn't start till like, 03 or 04, right? I think, yeah, uh, so yeah, 03 to um, 10, I think, is when it was. God, that did last a while. I talk about Lost, but honestly, I don't think I've, I've watched every episode. I watched the pilot. I watched, I've watched every episode, and I... Uh, they're I, long, I can't, there's so many, there's, like, 20 episodes, they are like 45 very minutes each, like, oh, uh, it's ridiculous. And I watched them with commercials, too, so it was, like... A full hour. It was inexplicable. Like and I the watched season like, finales. Like I would two I would and a half have hours. A, I would have my dad record them on VHS so that I could so, watch them. So two tapes he had to do. No, no, it was just one tape. But like it, we'd have to constantly re-record. You would re-record over it, over it yeah. <laughs> because we only had the one tape to put a, a thing of lost on. <laughs> my mom. So used sometimes lost it would cut to like the end of the last episode as soon as like this one ended. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Dude, yeah, my mom used to do that with, like, Scooby-Doo cartoons for me and Car Rides when I was a kid. Dude, that's rad. It was awesome. We used to have a little, like, TV plugged into the, the lighter, the cigarette lighter, on a plastic chair. And we just watched Scooby-Doo driving. It was cool. All right. Well, uh, I think we've waxed uh, nostalgic enough. Yep. Harsh time. Let's get into the complicated and refreshing plot of the 2005 <laughs> David Ayer film, Harsh Times. Let's give them the summary. Okay, so uh, Christian Bale uh, plays a character named Jim Davis, not the uh, the guy who wrote Garfield, uh, different Jim Davis. Uh, this is a the Jim former, Davis that is really? very similar to David Ayer. That one. yes, this is a David Ayer esque <laughs> former U.S. Army Ranger uh, uh, who suffers from post- he has like uh, he's kind of got PTSD or no, he's definitely got PTSD. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, he, it he's happens, fucked up. It happens in a weird way. Like it only comes up maybe three times throughout I the think, movie. I think I think the beginning of the movie is him just like murdering a lot of people. Like he's behind the movie. Yeah, just it a bunch starts of with like a little head. like a little montage of him like murdering people. Just in, murder in, in yeah. uh, Iraq. I think it's a war. I guess, but it's just a nondescript war. Um, I think it's supposed. To, uh, yeah, probably. It was like a desert. Storm. Be, it's war, either Iraq yeah, or Iraq. It was like more desert storm. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and then it was desert. But like whenever he goes into a fit of PTSD, it's like he's turning into the Hulk. 
and he has always says it finds a gun somehow. A yeah, gun like magnetizes always... to his hand. He's like, gun! Yeah, it's ah! like a, yeah, it's like a, it's like a Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde thing. But as soon as he turns into Mister Hyde, he grows a gun in his hand. Yeah, he, his hand just turns into a gun. He's like Robocop. So, uh, it's so... worth knowing that Doctor Jekyll is also a piece of shit too. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. A less so his, extreme yeah, piece. Even of shit. the Doctor Jekyll version of him is not very good. Uh, so something about Jim is Jim has a Mexican girlfriend named Marta who he is determined to marry and bring into the United States on a visa and start their life together. Uh, so with this in mind, he is uh, in Mexico in the beginning of the movie, and he comes back to his home in Los Angeles, California, where he is intent on getting a job so that he can He has to get uh, a job to get, his, to get his wife in. To right? satisfy the marriage license that will allow him to bring her into the country. Yes, yeah, so You can't okay. just marry somebody. You have to also... Uh, prove that you are a functioning member of society. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, and he, and he's a as of now, is veteran. not. Um, he he's he he has put all his eggs in the law enforcement basket. Uh, yeah, the LAPD. He wants to be a police he, officer. Yeah. Uh, Very yes. poignant. So Jim uh, meets up with his best friend Mike Alonzo, who is played by Freddie Rodriguez. Uh, you might recognize him from uh, Planet Terror. Uh, He's like the the love interest oh. in, in in the Grindhouse film. Uh, so it's uh, he goes meet up with his best friend Mike Alonzo, uh, and then and that's Ma- where you get uh what's her name Eva Longoria. You so meet her, it, yeah, Eva Longoria is Mike's longtime girlfriend Sylvia, and she's like uh, an attorney or a, she a is she's an attorney who is uh, who's twenty five or twenty six a full blown like lawyer yeah. Well, she worked hard. She got it done. Yeah, and, like, uh, he, and he, like, supported her. Like, that was her whole thing. Yeah, he yeah. Support, he, like, so Mike supported her through law school, and she's like, I'll always owe you for that. And it seems like, oh, man, it seems kind of like a weird way to, like, get your but, relationship. And he's just, like, trying to, like, be shitty with his friends, like, get drunk as shit. Right. He's just trying to be a hanger out. But she is uh, uh, on a war path uh, trying to make sure that he gets a job and has a future. Like, and that part of her character is, like, cute. She, like, had a bunch of flyers and shit for him. Like She's she, like, helping wanted, him. Yeah, yeah, she's, like, helping him, like... like She liked... She loved it. She's nice, yeah. I, I think I think she is the most reasonable person in this movie. She should have been fed on set, darn it. And I think she should have been fed at least three pizzas throughout <laughs> the course of this movie. take one thing away from this, feed those people on harsh times. It's not that hard. Go to... <laughs> Go to get a... Go to the, get the frozen pizzas. More That's like fine. hungry times, am I right? Hey, hey! Um, uh, so, so they go out, he's going to drive that guy around. He's yeah, going to drive so, Yeah, Jim Davis, uh, not creative. Christian Bale. <laughs> so um, Christian Bale is going to drive Mike around to help hand out resumes. Uh, and then they're, they're kind of fucking around. Psych. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're, they're not, not doing, they're not doing it. We are men. That's what they they're were going get, to do. That was the... Hammered and high all day. <laughs> Turns out and, they're just gonna fuck around because Mike gets a call that uh, he has been rejected from the LAPD. He's I not going to be getting that job. Uh-huh. And also at one point, Chris Chris Bale, uh, Jim, Jim, is, Jim Davis. Uh, he just takes his buddy's uh, folder of resumes. And he goes, nah, and just chucks them out of the window. He's just, like, like, yeah, I'll help hand these out, and then he hands them out the window. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, exactly. And so. Which I, like, I would have been super pissed if my friend did that to me. And then, yeah, then they go to meet up with Jim's old girlfriend, right? 
Uh, well, they get super stoned uh, because my uh, he's like, fuck it, I'm not going to be a cop. I'm going to get super stoned. They they steal weed from a guy who is selling weed on the street. Yeah, he like puts it in a cup, and he, like when the guy walks away, they just roll up, grab the cup, and drive right. off. Well, the guy hides it in like a storm drain, and, yeah. and he he goes to get it, and then he goes and sells it to people, and then he walks away from it. But when he walks away, the two roll up, steal it, and he sees them. He's like sees their faces, and they're like, "We're stealing this," and they and they drive off. Um, and so they get they smoke all that weed. They start drinking and driving, which is very cool. They do it all the time in this movie. <laughs> Don't they? Did they rob these? Did they rob those people yet, or no? Uh, I don't think they robbed them yet. Um, okay, that was that's yeah. They they so stole they, the weed from that one guy, and then yeah. Uh, it's Christian worth Bale noting that they were wants... denied. Uh, he was denied the the LAPD job because he failed a psychological profile. Oh yeah, that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of red flags. <laughs> one of the rare times that the system kind of worked in reading sure <laughs> well um, i don't i don't know about that how would you describe jim uh kurt i mean do you are I you think... saying that it didn't work out and that they should have hired him no i'm telling <laughs> no. you that later on in the movie when he's in the government job they insinuate <laughs> that he got kicked out of that job because of them well right. that, well, that was a cia that's what I'm saying. That's but what the I was, CIA, like, the CIA made sure he didn't get into law. Right, they're like, insinuating that they're like, the... we pinged your thing so that you would get sent up to us. So it's it's like maybe even he did pass, but the CIA just like said they Rough. wanted him. Like uh, either way, it's worse. So, you know, that's what so, I was just trying so, to say. Kurt, how would you describe Jim Davis, not the creative Garfield, the character? Oh man, the other Jim Davis just sounds like so much more fun. I know so much less about him, but I'd rather do that. But uh, I'm sure Jim he's Davis, got some skeletons. This guy. Uh, he really likes his Mexican girlfriend. He loves uh, his Mexican girlfriend. Not loves, to the point where he won't cheat on her, but... Not yet. Yeah, <laughs> because, because I was forgetting what they were trying well, to do. Well, he is a man, after the all. Weed. Yeah, and he was just like, he wants to get laid. That was the whole point for him driving around. I was like, I gotta, I gotta have some... Right, like, he's just like, and Mike, fuck. his friend Mike is like, but you just left your girlfriend in Mexico. Yeah, back to Jim. Uh, he, he's a veteran that is very destroyed from the war and the things he did because apparently he, he just seems like he killed a lot of he people. He killed a lot of people. Like, very in like, like, a very crude manner. Yeah. Uh, very unstable. Uh, doesn't want anybody... Doesn't want to help his friend, really. Uh, he seems kind of selfish. Selfish and self-destructive. Self-destructive is good, yes. Uh, he's also very 26. intense. 26, 26 years old. He, I think he's kind of got a chip on his shoulder. Uh, he he wants to prove himself as a man. He feels like he's owed something seems, too. Yeah, he also yeah he, he feels very entitled to. Uh, he's like, like because he's a man. I served. God damn it, I'm a man. I'm a man. I, I served. I of course, I belong. In I'm David Ayer. I mean, Jim Davis. <laughs> <laughs> I created Garfield. God damn it. I'm the creator. No wait, of Garfield. no, he didn't do that. Uh, he that mixed up. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> the other Jim Davis. It's the other Jim Davis. Um, so all right, so and they faked a bunch of callbacks with him and his friend. Uh, oh wait, now, now we're that back doesn't to happen yet. Uh, right. Uh, so first, so. they go, they do go to visit Jim's ex girlfriend because oh, that's right. he quote unquote wants some pussy. Yeah, that's what he mm-hmm. said. I couldn't remember his <laughs> yeah. verbatim. And uh, and so it, uh, Jim seems to have a a bit of a thing for Hispanic women. Uh, so they go to they go to visit her, and her sister is like, "You are not welcome in this house after what you did last time." But like, the, I just like want to know. Kind of into it. His ex girlfriend is willing to forgive him. Is ready to <laughs> let it go. She's like, she accepts several kisses, and is like, "Look, really, you you gotta go." 
and, and like, she Why? also I have has a boyfriend. A boyfriend. <laughs> yes, she has yeah. a boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, so her everyone's boyfriend, cheaters, man. That's... Uh, her current boyfriend, who I think his name was Hector. There is someone who I... named Hector who becomes a problem. Uh, at I think his sister. Think... His sister. Her sister calls them. It's the guy that plays Hector all the time. Yeah, it's I the guy who was only his ever name played. Is Falco. What? No way. I think so. That guy has only ever played Hector. I think his name is Hector. That actually is a uh, a myth. That is not true. It's you not guys true. told me that, and I believed it, but that is not true. Really? <laughs> What's the not true part? Yeah, I don't he know. plays Hector There's a lot. A, there is an actor who has almost almost exclusively played characters named Hector. His name I mean, is it's his like, name is Hector. He looks like a good oh. Hector if it's the person I'm thinking about. I think it is. Um, Pretty sure. All right, so this guy shows up uh, and starts fighting <laughs> fighting Jim Davis in the street. Um, in front of his buddy who's in his car. His yeah. friends also, like, gang up on him. And, and he showed friend, him that he had a gun in the glove box. Right, his friend, pull, uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, Mike pulls around the corner in the car, gets the gun out of the glove, gets his gun and then another gun out of the glove box and tosses it to Jim. And now it's the two of them are pointing guns at the uh, the, the the group. And they the get three them, of them. There's two guys them. and a girl. Nick, were you trying to say something? I was trying to say, I think I called uh, the guy, the boyfriend, um, Falco, but his name is Flacco. Flacco. Pretty Flacco. That's it. Played that's by it. Noel Guglimi. Okay, then that's not the guy who Guglimi. plays Hector. But he does play Hector in Fast and Furious and many other things. Okay. Okay. And, and also, I just, uh, back to Jim Davis as a character and potentially David Ayer as a person. Sure. Uh, three people were in the car that they robbed. You know, they pulled the guns out and turned the... The tides, and he was like frisking them. Oh yeah, he just he got, like straight up sexually harasses the girl yeah, like, multiple he, times, and then other guys are just like he sexually oh, assaults a woman within the first twenty minutes of this movie. Yes, um, uh, so, and he's got like a gun in his hand. Yeah, so that's Jim Davis. It's it's been I would Not say tough to either. tough to get on Jim Davis's side so far, and now impossible for me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but they were there over. to murder him and beat him up, like. Not not sexual assault too, but like not the se- like like he should have stopped them, but he went too far. But that's he did. I, mean. I think he's completely in the wrong here. I think he should have he should have <laughs> put them down. You know when he got the thing and drove away. Uh, maybe maybe stole the sure, weed. Sure, sure, sure. Like he just keeps stealing people's uh, weed. The I sexual maybe... assault stuff is not is not what I meant. Right, but maybe not going there in the first place to be a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, like, he had to get pussy, remember? I'm right, no so... fan of vigilante justice, but, yeah, I'm willing to uh, side with Colton that Jim Davis, creator of Garfield, was completely in the wrong in this scenario. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Was Jim Davis... I hope that Jim Davis... I hope that the Jim Davis uh, uh, estate doesn't, like, contact us over how much we're talking about. <laughs> they, they should contact the David Ayer estate. <laughs> the Harstein estate, yeah. That, we're just, <laughs> Is Jim Davis movie. dead? Because I did not see a single disclaimer... That said, the Jim Davis in this movie is in no way a portrayal of Jim Davis, the creator of Garfield. That's so true. They this never could really be... tied up that loose this end. This could be the Jim Davis story. But yeah. the whole important part about this... <laughs> what if at the end, instead of what happens, he just like draws a picture of Garfield and is like, hmm. <laughs> I was Garfield the whole yeah. time. Yeah, he corrected his life of crime. <laughs> he but, just yeah. really takes a turn into, into being a cartoonist. Yeah. Uh, and anyways, why why I kept talking about the car part? They find a gun. They get a right. gun out of the car. That's an important part. Yeah, this they take gun, gun they steal from they the take, car or the girl um, or the guy. They take some drugs too and money. I think and yeah, money. Yeah, there's like what like twenty six bucks or something. Yeah, but they can like oh we can sell this gun sure, yeah. for like three hundred bucks or something like that. Right, and, and so and, um, 
was like a nice update. Jim Jim Davis from Harsh Times is actually not the same Jim Davis as the Garfield cartoonist. What? Because are you kidding Jim, me? Jim Jim actually has a middle name in this film, that, which I don't know yes. if you guys remember, but it's Jim Luther Davis. Luther Devil. Not to be confused with James Robert Davis, American cartoonist, best uh, known as the creator of the. I'm comic glad we Garfield. got this cleared up now. Well, they could be related, I guess. Jim Luther Davis, correct? Um, uh, so correct. Is a shitty person. So after they rob, yes. after they rob these people, uh, and they're like, "Okay, we could probably sell this gun." They, um, they call, they go back to Mike's house, and no, no, they go out back to no, Jim's, they go to Jim's house, Jim's, Jim's apartment, shithole apartment, and it's they, garbage. Like, it's trash. And that's dude. where they call Mike's answering machine and leave, leave like several uh, messages in like character voices of them of him getting callbacks for his resumes from the, from the resumes that got uh, so handed that out the window his his uh his wife or his longtime girlfriend will be impressed so impressed she bought him a six pack of beer a six pack of beer he's not supposed to be drinking but he's drinking and smoking at a uh, jim D- jim luther davis's house right so so jimmy d's uh uh, so then Mike he's, goes home and wait, 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 wait. He's, pu- no, he's puffing on, he's, yeah, he's, Jim's puffing on that sweet joint and gets a phone oh, call. Yeah. Ring, ring, ring. It's the CIA saying, Hey, guess what? Dummy, we got a job for you. Can you pass a piss test? And he's like, yes, I can. Hangs up and smokes, takes another puff of the joint. He's like, Whoa, buddy, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> and me, like, Mike's all like, I gotta do is pass a piss test. And his buddy Mike's like, dude, you are smoking weed right yeah, now. Is that and a weed like, piss test? Oh, Mike, oh, Mike, yeah, Mike's like, don't they, do they uh, specifically test for weed in that? Yeah. And he's like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't think of that, did you, buddy? Mm. Oh, uh, boy. Well, what can I say? He was already stoned. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I was stoned before I got the job offer. Anyways, so then they go um, back to drop. Is it what's his buddy's name? Mike. Mike, Mike. goes home. Yeah, Mike goes home, and then he pre- pretty much just goes to the next day. And yeah, did they? Yeah, they didn't listen to the voicemails. Okay, yeah. No, and, yeah, no. The yeah. the voicemails don't come back until the next day. Uh, so the next day, round two. Jim, the same thing happens. Jim comes by in the morning to pick up. Wait, Mike. did you did you get to the point where they when they robbed? Uh, um, Hector, but not Hector. Uh, Flacco, when they robbed him, they took a gun yes. from him. Yes, they okay. they took the gun okay. and they decided they, the could, car, they yeah. could sell it the next day. Okay, and then trying to sell the gun. Yeah, right. they can so sell it. The sell next it. day, okay. uh, he goes to pick him up. He go, uh, Jim goes to pick Mike up and finds that Sylvia's in a great mood due to the fake callbacks. Uh, Jim and Mike go to a. Uh, there's a word here in this summary that I don't know, and I feel like it'd be offensive for me to try and pronounce it. So they go to a bar uh, that is, that is known to have uh, less less than savory characters at it, and they try to sell the gun. Uh, oh, they, to some guy. What, what did they say his name was? I don't. Like his name was a big deal. Like they had to walk in the well, bar. Well, they went to Daryl. Oh, yeah, yeah, first Cruz. they go to Terry Cruz. Terry Crews is first. To him. I don't know why yeah. they cut him out of this summary. It's almost like they wanted to distance themselves from Terry. Yeah, Cruz I, did, I thought he might have been after, but yeah. So they go there to try and sell that gun. <laughs> He's the one In that this gives very them socially them. aware movie. They yeah. uh, want to distance themselves yeah. from Terry Crews of all people. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, the thing about David Ayer is I can't tell whether he's like super, like hyper pro cop or like very anti cop. I can't tell. I, he's either or. Uh, because he's either saying that anybody, no matter the scumminess, can become a cop, or it's just like, cops are really the last line of defense. I can't tell what he's trying to say about cops. 
I think he kind of. I think he's kind of walking that line of uh, strange to call David Ayer nuance, but I think he's walking that <laughs> line of nuance to be like, oh yeah, cops are shitty, but also sometimes you need cops, but they're not. They're also pretty bad. But who's saying this? You know, David Jake Ayer. Gyllenhaal sometimes is good. I don't know. David Ayer smoking a cigarette, saying, you know, cops are really in the gray area. I don't think they should be, but. <laughs> They are, I guess. I think I guess. if cops get shot at, they could shoot back. I think if someone's running away, you don't shoot them in the back. That's fair. Um, yeah, shit like that. Yeah. We are a... anti-murder yeah, on this just, podcast. Yeah, like, just don't kill people that, you know. It's a very be... controversial take. It's, I mean, we are it's not worth noting that uh, this, this summary of the movie cuts Terry Crews' character out altogether. Yeah, and also, like, yeah, they shouldn't. It's to be fair, it's not like it's a not, very it's a blip. big it's a part blip, because but he's like, basically he's like, like a, he's a notable actor that pops up. It's like five, yeah, they six try minutes. to sell him the gun, and they I mean, out, it's actually smoke. It actually is important because he also does like the fake call. Yeah, he yeah he gets he, a, he gives a fake call, and that's call the one him. where Mike eventually gets caught. Right, because the Terry Crews doesn't hang up, up doesn't hang up correctly, and they catch the whole the whole image the whole like recorded message of him being like, "Fuck yeah, thanks for doing that, man. My wife will believe it in a heart set." <laughs> it's right. just like, uh, but and he even tells her to listen that. to it. That's the best part. So the headline um, that when you when the first thing that comes up when you and Terry Crews also Terry says Cruz oh. is uh, Terry Crews stands his ground after controversial black supremacy tweet. What black supremacy? What did he say? Uh, so is it? It's uh, not like a Nick Cannon black supremacy. He was <laughs> like referring to um, the Black Lives Matter movement as uh, black supremacy. Oh. Oh, uh, oh uh, that's not yeah. great. So he said, defeating white supremacy without white people creates black supremacy. Equality is the truth. I see that he's trying to say equality, but he definitely didn't say see, it in like a good way. So you tried to say you tried to save it at the end, but that was a pretty sloppy pitch. These people the, aren't uh, carrying tiki torches. The, they just sure. want no murder. What they just want said, no murder. And then he you know? tied it all together with like it or not, we're all in this together. Like it or okay. not. Uh, I I think he means well, but I, yeah, that maybe, did not come but out like, right. He, I feel like he had already like previously put his foot very far into his mouth, and uh, it, it, it probably would have been easier to not say anything. I see what yeah. I see what he's saying. Yeah, but he it's probably something he cares about. You know, he's like I think equality is this way, but he just didn't say it a good way at it the right se- time. It seems like he you know? he didn't really read the room very well. Yeah, um, that for sure. And he it, yeah. maybe he didn't run. He didn't run this by his people at all. And I mean, from everything else I know about Terry Crews, he's a good guy. Like, he even came about him being sexually assaulted in Hollywood, which I thought was a really, like, interesting thing for him to come Right? Yeah. The super, uh, like, Jack dude. And he's in great stuff. Like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, he's fucking hilarious. Yeah. I'm interested to see what happens with that. This is, like, indicative of his character or anything like that. I'm sure he's just confused and not able to find the right words, which is not entirely uncommon. It's a hard time, too. It's harsh times. It's harsh times. Nick, every time uh, we say harsh times in this, can you cut in um, the the song the paramore song hard times or christian bale and those saying we are i was thinking of just uh having like a cutting in christian bale screaming at his girlfriend audio audibly like enjoyable do the one where he's holding the gun that's all of them he's yelling at his girlfriend with the gun and all of them 
I'll just pick my favorite Christian Bale moments throughout uh, this movie. And by uh, favorite, I they... mean least favorite moments um, right. of this piece of art. All right, we're half an hour in, guys. we got to get this summary done. All right, so... Yeah, we're, we're maybe halfway through the movie. <laughs> well, we've talked about a lot of other stuff. Okay, That's true. So... Talk about Terry Crews. Yeah. <clears throat> All that. So... And you guys talked about a centaur, I think. Yeah, we talked about Bright. Mm. Okay, so... Uh, so he, they go to Terry Crews gives them the name of somebody who will likely buy the gun. Uh, they, they go, go to the bar where the unnamed bar, the unnamed uh, bar, unracistly said bar. Uh, and they leave uh, after the potential buyer is killed right in front of them. Someone breaks like a glass and just cuts the dude's throat open right yeah, there. He's about pretty, to buy it from him, <laughs> and insane. then someone turns around. Breaks a glass and then just shivs him in the neck. Oh, he, he hits him on the like top a... of the beer bottle. Hits him on the head with the beer bottle and shoves the broken end of the beer bottle in the dude's throat and cuts it open. Yeah, it is actually the, the legitimate highlight of the movie. It was actually a pretty well done. It's scene, very but, surprising. Uh... Like the the tension builds to like it's like I thought this guy was gonna be like just not into them, but he does in fact just get murdered in and front of them. Weren't there like My... two girls at the table they were flirting with too? Like weren't there some like uh, yeah, escorts? They... Yes. So, uh, so Mike is horrified, but Jim is strangely excited by witnessing death again. Yeah, he's like, mm-hmm. he's like, this is what he loves with his uh, he loves PTSD. That he loves that murder. Um. So they can't sell the gun again. Oops. Uh, the, Terry Crews gonna buy the gun because it's too expensive. Um, yeah, he had like just gotten out of jail or something, so I think money was tight. And yeah. This is the day he has to go in and do the CIA stuff, right? Uh, I think the day I think after the he next. does the CIA stuff. Dude. So, so the, yeah, like, once they do, like, the bar shit, that happens at night. Dude's throat gets lit. Uh, they this, run out of there. Mike's fucked the up gun. after it. Mike's, like, super shaken. Right. Both so, are drunk, and dirt. Mike, yeah, Mike is really troubled by what he saw. Sure. And he Mike goes back goes home. home and he's drunk. Sylvia's pissed that he's drunk. She can and tell that Mike... something's off too. Yeah, and Mike's like, no, no, it's cool. So he plays the answering machine thing, uh, and he, uh... He plays the whole message that, that reveals that he has been leaving fake messages. And uh-huh. Sylvia kicks Mike out. She's like, you fucking piece of shit. Get out of my house. So he sleeps at Jim's so terrible, he goes over to stay. With, he goes to stay with mm-hmm. Jim. Horrible uh, couch. <laughs> and Jim gets shortlisted for a position at the Department of Homeland Security. So it's Oh, uh, right. Not the CIA. Not the CIA. CIA uh, Jr. And he cheats, uh, he cheats to pass his urine test because... Uh-huh. He 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 gets the turkey baster and he squirts. Uh, and also he walks. <laughs> he drinks a lot of vinegar. He yeah. walked into Sylvia's kitchen right and just chugs down vinegar. Yeah, and and Mike is like, yeah. "What are you doing?" Yeah, and he's and like, "Doesn't he like?" Sh- he's like, it sh- "He says it shuts down the uh, the liver and kidneys." And and it was also kind of a foreshadow too with the J.K. Simmons was in this movie. I just yeah, J.K. Simmons. Yeah. I think it's funny that uh, J.K. Simmons is in this, and then every other person that works at the Department of Homeland Security has the exact same like hairstyle as J.K. Simmons. They are <laughs> all, all old like, white men. Are like balding white men. <laughs> but doesn't uh, Christian Bale or, or Jim Luther Davis put the baster up his yes. pee hole? Yes, he does shove out? a turkey yeah. baster up his pee hole Shit. full of, I assume, other water. Oh, no, it was cleaning. Didn't he buy like some solution at like a convenience store? Oh yeah, yeah. I think he like put a little bit of that in, and then like put. It's what uh, saline. Saline, you know, it's like the pee. stuff your tears are. I think like a big bottle. It's like salt yeah. water. Yeah. Then he then he like mix it around so that he and then make it 
looked like he was pissing with the baster or something. No, he's he, no, no, he no, just, he just it squirts it up bladder. his dick and he has to hold it in there until he, he, oh. he bastes his, oh, right. he bases, yeah, he bases dick. He bases his donger and then he waits mm-hmm. in line to take his piss test and then JK watches him take a big old piss. No, no, no. And also in the line, he's fucking with some guy, the, the, there's like he's, an Asian guy in front of him and he was in uh, yeah, the guy Wolf, from Wolf of Wall, Wall Street. Street. Yeah, he's, he's fucking with the guy from Wolf yeah. He's like being racist trying to like get to pee guy. in front of him because he has to pee so bad because he just filled up his sure. dick with water. And it was, it was kind of just a little funny scene. Fucking around with that guy. Because that guy's funny. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Chester so... from Wolf of Wall Street. Chester, yeah. And so then... He, like, uh, cuts him and j- jumps into the bathroom This with might JK be out Simmons. of order, but I just kind of want to follow the, the stream of what happens with the Department of Homeland Security. Okay, um, but so... I just wanted... There was one thing I said. Uh, the foreshadowing part, because J.K. Simmons gives him his piss test, and he goes, what are you, just full of uh, uh, piss, piss and vinegar? vinegar. And I was like, ah. He is. He is full of exactly that. Like, that's literally it. Um, and then, um, so they bring him in to, uh, to take a polygraph test is his next thing that he has to do. And he thinks he's going to cheat that by putting attack in his shoe. Or no, because he's clench his butt cheeks. Because the guy, the polygraph guy is like not going for it. He's like, look, man, I know the trick of putting either attack in your shoe or cleansing your butt cheeks. If you keep doing this, I'm going to fail you automatically. He's like, and he's like, all right. Yeah, that's so funny. And so he fails the polygraph test. Um, and he's brought in to like interview with JK, uh, JK Simmons and like the uh, three other guys that look exactly like JK Simmons. And some like super like increasingly filling the chair behind them. Increasingly, like large versions of J.K. Simmons. This one guy, the one guy that wanted him uh, in the back with the long hair and glasses, was just like oh, a, the task that, force guy, yeah, the big fat guy who wanted him. He's just like sitting in the chair with like he's just like, he's, like got a sweatshirt on. He's like he looks too comfortable for this meeting. On. Yeah. Uh, so they like reveal that they want him for like a task force that's going to be like taking on drug cartels in Colombia. Colum- oh, I thought Bolivia. It doesn't matter. Uh, I'm looking yeah, at it, and it is uh, something Colum- South America. Uh, yeah, the, just a murder squad. Pretty much like, the hey, we need somebody there. Like, if anything goes wrong, to just kill people. And he, we've yeah, seen what you somebody, do. We've seen what you've done. Right. He's, they like his ability to, quote, unquote, get things done. And they're also like, if you do this, <laughs> you can't marry your Mexican wife because you'll lose your clearance. Yeah, you so, won't have as high a clearance. And they're like, don't bring your wife. That's stupid. Do this. And so uh, Jim thinks about it for a second and then uh, accepts the position. Uh, and so he has to report... In a few days, and meanwhile, Mike gets a job with a company managed by an old friend that he meets. He's like, is legit. Like, I need to go out and like get a job so that my <laughs> wife will take me back. His old friend that he meets uh, in the movie, he says, "Yeah, I once saw that guy stomp a dude's face off, uh, and that guy got me this job." Like, yep, that was hilarious. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, that dude's running, uh, running security out of building. Yeah, so he Who? gets a job. Who's uh, your elevator and then man? He goes. Uh, and then, so Mike and Jim meet up and they're both like, yo, we got jobs. And, um, and their other friend, their other friend they, got out well, of then jail. They go to meet up with their other friend who I guess served with them. I did, did, did Mike I don't think also Mike serve? I don't think any of them serve, but Jim. Jim is the only I think one Jim served. and Mike just grew up together. Okay. And right. As did the, the uh, I think they all did. I think they the all third really friends. Uh, uh, Daryl. No, not Daryl. Uh, no, not Daryl. Um, where is he? Why did they not say that in the summary? Uh, yeah, like, that dude was kind of a big... Toussaint. Toussaint, that's right. Toussaint, Toussaint yeah. some fucking... So they go and meet up with their old friend who is like a super... He just got out of jail. Uh, he just got out of jail and is a hyper stoner. Um, 
and and they sell him the gun. They, they finally him the sell gun. him the gun. Like they try to sell this gun for so long in this movie, right. and I thought that was like the best. That was my favorite part of the movie. Of the movie I honestly them, like, forgot the that they were still selling it. I was like, they sold the gun. The movie's over. Like it they doesn't matter sell anymore. The gun, and uh, and then they're like, hey man, you want a party? And he's like, I would love to party. And he's like, how about we party in Mexico? So go they go to the Mexico uh, to uh, meet up with Jim's uh, lover. Uh, Mike's wife is not happy. His Mexican mommy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, first they stopped to, uh, so that Mike can tell Sylvia that he did get the job. And, he got a real job, like got a handbook and he and all should that be, shit. Uh, and he said, he said, she's I have not a really job, having going She's out. like. She's like, she's like, fucking, I can't believe it. Like, <laughs> I can't believe you got like, such but a But I good did job. do it. And so they make up and they're like, you know, getting busy. And then, um, and then Jim, Jim Luther Jim, Davis. <laughs> Jim and Luther. Uh, Jim and Toussaint are waiting outside. They're like, man, this is taking too long. I thought he was just going to tell her and we were going to go. And so Jim busts into the house and is well, like, like we got to go. Like, and, he's, <laughs> and, and, uh, Mike like comes out of his room and is like, hey, man, I don't think I'm going to go to Mexico. I, ju- just... I literally just fixed things with my wife. Uh, I'm going to bang Ava Longoria. Yeah, I think I'm just going to stay here with my, my beautiful my beautiful wife, Ava Longoria. And Two beautifuls. he's like, no, what are you talking about? Like, this is probably like our last chance for a while to do this. And he's like, yeah. Also, I just want to stay. Jim be, this is Jim being selfish again. Yeah. He didn't and give Jim's a fuck like, about Mike. He just wanted Mike me. to be there with him. You prom- yeah, he tries to manipulate. He like manipulates him. Is like you promised me we would go to Mexico. He's like, he's, yeah, he's like you. You said this in the car like five minutes ago. Like, dude, of course shit was gonna change. And, like, and, and then Eva Longoria fucks it up by coming out and being like, he's not going. And then she fucks it up then, by trying to fuck him up. Right. And then Mike is him. like, uh, you don't tell me what to do. I'm a man. I'm a man, and I do what I want. We're men, and we're doing what we want. (laughs) And Eva Longoria's like, oh, my God, you fucking idiot. Yeah, she looked at him like with such a stupid (laughs) fucking look. fucking child. And so she's like, all right, fine. Uh, If you go, I will be gone when you get back. And he's like, fuck you. I'm a man. I'm doing it anyway. And then they leave and go to Mexico. (laughs) And they... They had a lot of fun in Mexico. They yeah, they get yeah, Jim gets to hang out with his girlfriend the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> gets to fuck her as much as right. he and wants. Toussaint's been like chatting Tucson up is, some is, other. I think it's her sister. I think Toussaint is macking on her sister. I think it's a hooker. Uh, maybe. I mean, I don't, that, think, it's, I don't think the two are mutually exclusive. I think but... someone was like. <laughs> yeah. I think it is. I think it is. Uh, it is. Uh, what is. I think it is Marta's, Marta's sister. Um, but. They, Mike's so, upset, but Jim's like, "Yo, just cheat on your wife." Right. Well, they get there. They get there at, at like midnight, and then they wake up the next day. The other, two They're hung over. Right. Jim is fine because he's like, "I'm home." Uh, they, the uh, Marta and her family, do not live in a prominent part of civilized. Mexico. Yeah, it's like a shack, and they cook over like a fire. I think when they make it's, the breakfast. It's rural. It's, it's pretty rural. They don't have like running water doors and windows. They might. Um, <laughs> So they spend the shack. day they like go on like a picnic, they like go down to the the lake, like lake. and they're like the like the guys are getting drunk by the lake and they're like, Should we help the women wash the clothes? And this, and once yeah. again they say, No, we're men, they know how to wash the yeah. clothes, they'll wash the clothes, we're men And I think they just say that several times together, like that's like we're men, we're men, we're men and then they all like lean in together and take a big kiss. Um, <laughs> and then uh, they go to a party that night. 
they're all hanging out. It, it seemed like at like kind of like the ramshackles of a state fair, or like the like, city's like yeah, it seemed like a carnival or something. Night. Yeah, something. Yeah. So they were like hanging out. It seems like there's a little fire. Everyone's singing, playing music, dancing. Uh, everyone's you know having a fun, flirty time. Uh, and then Marta and Jim go off to the car to uh, have relations. And Marta uh, decides now is the the prime time to spring some news on Jim that she she is in fact with child. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think I think. What happened is Jim came down looking for any reason to dump Marta anyways because he knew that he couldn't make this happen anymore. Well, right. I think – or he wanted that job more. Like, But well, I yeah. think he kind of felt bad after that too. So I think he, he felt bad, but like I think he, he was like the whole time looking for any reason to like start a fight that would like end the relationship. And then she tells him that that she's having she's has a baby and 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 he's like no no you're not this is my window <laughs> he's like no you're gonna you're gonna uh, you're gonna have an abortion she's like nah dude I'm no having... but and she even says like yeah I don't even need you like just go like, away yeah, I don't like, need you if that's a problem like, just leave I love you but I'm gonna have your baby and I don't need you around to do that and he's like no 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 no. And so then and he goes what? into one appears. of his. Uh, then he goes into <laughs> one of his uh, his PTSD gun fits and uh, pulls a gun on his his lovely pregnant uh, pregnant girlfriend wants to be wife or... and is like, hey, do you think that uh, I'm incapable of murdering you right now? Because I definitely can. I'm going to. I'm going to murder you right now. It's like he's like in. He has the gun in her face. Is like, hey, I'm going to kill you. She's like. Do it. Right. She's she like, said, right, yeah. do it. She's, she she said something it. like, if if like I die by the hands of the man I m- love the most, fine, or some shit like that. Yeah, she's, like, oh, she right. talks yeah. in poetry for some reason. And just, um, yeah, speak a lot. She doesn't talk like people talk. Yeah, it's almost like, like an English major. It's almost like she was written by someone who'd never talked to a woman. And while uh, this, like, <laughs> yeah, this, this gun... Uh, Fiasco is going on. Mike is staring at the car. Yeah, Mike all is. See- he's he's fucked up, but he's like kind of seeing. He's like, I can like, see a gun being gun. pulled out on am this I woman. This correctly. And also, was yes, he gonna, was he gonna watch them fuck? And then he's just like, oh, he's gonna kill her. I, I think, think he's he just noticed, like he was, he was like, like, oh, that was like really violent fucking. Like I should yeah. check and see what's going on. It's like, yeah. oh, that's that's a violent fucking. Yeah, so he like he he did he did some checking to do nothing about it. Just look at it and walk away. So Marta gets out of the get, runs he away. He interjected. From the car. He was like, "Yo, Jim. Jim, it's time uh, to not do Oh, this. after he put the gun yeah, away. Yeah, let's leave. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so And then Jim's uh, like snaps out of it. Yeah, Jim snaps out of his gun rage. And then Marta gets away, goes back to her family, is like She's crying. crying. Yeah. And then uh, they have to go they have to go get Tucson who is honestly hitting it off very well with one of the one of the other ladies. And they're Possibly like, "Hey, we sister. have to go. We have to go." And he's like and he's, pissed. he's like Nah, man, I'm really enjoying myself here. And he's like, we have to go. And he's like, fuck, god damn it, I'm fucking out of here. And also in this way, it kind of gave Christian Bale his own uh, out to leave his girlfriend. Like, you know, he get, he like, you know what I mean? He ended it pretty much in his way. Who? Jim. You know how he pulled the gun on his wife? Like, that's oh, how yeah, he, like, no, he Jim, was looking for Jim an like, excuse. In his, mission accomplished. Mission yeah, accomplished. He, he does not. He no longer has to worry about that. Look at my flaws. You couldn't love me like this. My PTSD. Yeah, he doesn't want to. I feel like he doesn't actually want to be loved. Um, so then they are on their way. They're driving back. They're speeding, drunk driving back to America, and um, 
and Toussaint is yelling at him. He's like, "Why are why are you like this? You've ruined the, this whole trip. This was like a really fun time, and you've ruined it now." <laughs> the Mike's just like suddenly, like, "Don't do that! Don't do that! No, no, no!" Yeah, no. Mike's like, "Hey, man!" <laughs> like Toussaint's being a good friend. I think he's like trying yeah. to talk, like, "Dude, what's like yeah. really wrong with you?" But Mike's like, "Dude." He'll fuck, a gun will appear. Watch yeah. out. So Jim basically gets into another one of his rages and is like, like threatening to crash the car pretty much. And is like driving like a maniac. And it, and they're like, can you snap out of it, man? Like we are on the road here. Like you need to fucking get it together. So they get, eventually they get uh, Toussaint home. He gets out of the car and is like, Hey man, we're done hanging out. Like we are done hanging out until you get like, like actual help with your b- broken brain. Like that's yeah. it. Like, like I love like you, we, buddy, yeah. but like, well, we're done. you're also missing the big part too, where he uh, oh, reveals that he right. is transporting twenty kilos of marijuana that's, as well as he, 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 he doesn't do that. He doesn't do that, he doesn't do that until, that until he drops Mike off. Until it's just him and Mike. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, this this summary oh, sucks. I was gonna make yeah, the, yeah. I was gonna make a joke it's, about the summary. Uh, I thought the, that it also happened when they were in Mexico and he was letting them know that they were gonna go. To no, the US, he didn't tell I, anybody. Yeah. No, no, he doesn't yeah, tell them. It is just with with Mike. Yeah. 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 Until he's like back on the other side and it's just him and Mike and Mike's like. Hey man, I think Toussaint has a point. I think you maybe do need to get looked at. Like I think you have a problem. And and I'm like, gonna go home. <laughs> I'm gonna go I don't home. Have a problem? What I have is 20 kilos of marijuana yes. in the back of my car. <laughs> and he's like, and he's like, what? 3k each or something. He's like, yeah, man. I made. I, I've got 3k. I've got 3k. Like, back there. It's get like 3k. Three thousand dollars. Like you didn't tell me. Like I'm on like parole right now. Like yeah. If I get caught with any of this stuff, like I'm fucked. Why wouldn't you tell me that you did this? And he's, he's like, like, "Hey I, man, you what freak are you out. freaking out about? What are you freaking yeah. out about? We did it already. We're gonna go drop it off, get the money." He's like, "No, you're gonna let me out right here." And so Mike again does the bad friend thing and pressures him into like going with him to the deal. Uh, yeah, Jim pressures oh, sorry, him to go Jim into pressures- by by pulling a gun on him. That's right. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Jim uh, puts a gun to Mike's Gunfit. neck. He does a gun fit, he, and and is like, "We're doing this," and so they yeah, have to then, go do the thing. Jam kind of snaps out of it, and he feels bad, but Mike's like, "I'll go with you because you're gonna end up getting yourself killed." Sure. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, super easy deal. Kind of all it is, just drop it off and leave. Like that's the whole point. That, that, yeah. that was it. And it's like a guy they know. Like it's the the guy they robbed in the beginning. Who, well, they, they don't the know from. it's him. Uh, he works for the guy that they know. Oh, they, oh, you're saying they drop off. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. The, the, it's everything's going smoothly. The guy they know is like, oh, yeah, how was Mexico? And he's like, yeah, it's fine. And so uh, then they, they – the, His crew comes around to get the he's lead like, All right, the well, I'm going to bring my guy around the corner. You put it in his car and he it's like a couple. It's like three people, yeah. Yeah, and so the guy who comes around the corner is the man that they robbed in the beginning. Uh, and he instantly rolls up on Jim like, I am going to murder you. And, and Jim is pulls his gun. He um, gun gun fit uh, engage. And then, but Mike Mike's there and pulls the gun on the other guy. And then Jim shoots that guy dead. Right. Mike's like, please, we could just like all walk away from this. And, and then the fine. drug dealer's like, it's good. Nothing. Yeah. It's over. Like, it's over. End like, it. Hey, take man. it and go. And so yeah. So he shoots the yeah. He, he proceeds shoots the to murder everybody. Guy. And then and he, he he wait wait so so Jim shoots the guy from earlier that he robbed. Yeah. And then and then the drug dealer guy's like, hey. That, that's that's, that's on him. You We're guys fine. Had bad Move blood. on. Whatever. We're fine yeah. with that. We could we could still do the deal. Yeah. And then Jim Jim's... Davis, creative Garfield, says, 
There's three Goku people left alive in front of him. He shoots all of them. He shoots them all twice, like in the chest, like dun 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 dun, and like gives one guy kind of a little time, and then kills him like immediately. Right, and then Mike is like, "What the fuck, man? This is the worst thing you've ever done." Oh, and there was like an old man uh, when they rolled up to like who went in to get the drug dealer. It was like, is right. this old dude just sitting outside, with, like you know? And so they start to drive off, but as they do, somebody is that still old man. Alive. I just know. Oh, is the old man who does it? The yeah. old man comes out with like this huge shotgun with like this like Yeah, this, and so he shotguns like the barrel, back of the so, car oh. and the um the It's bullets. an arm cell striker. It's just yeah, it's a big gun. Twelve gauge shotgun. It holds Police like stuff. fifteen shots or something. It's it's a so lot of shotguns. Yeah. The the buckshot from this goes through the back of the car, through the back of the passenger seat, and uh hits Jim in the In slow spine. motion. In slow motion. super you slow motion. It, you see it. And so it, it goes through uh I remember it hitting the back of the seat and I thought it cut to the other shot that comes in yeah it's just like and, and so Jim is hitting the back and face yeah and another paralyzed. shot comes in through the back window slow motion and just like rips the top of his forehead off and he is he is paralyzed and so uh, they pull they they pull around uh, to another part of the city and uh, just one last time Jim Davis used, pulls the bad friend card and pressures Mike to step up and kill him. He's like, you gotta kill me. <laughs> I think he says something racist. He's like, you can't let something racist kill me. Right. And, uh, yeah, something. and, and then he's so, like, you gotta kill me. What? Uh, he uh, gets to end his suffering. So after some hesitation, Mike uh, Mike says his goodbye to Jim and Mike kills Jim. Uh, and then the film ends with Mike uh, returning to Sylvia at sunrise uh, as Sylvia is packing her things to leave. Uh, which... Uh, and then he, they embrace, and Mike <laughs> just breaks down crying. He's just clearly not going to be okay. Yeah, and he, and he like, he's going to realize, like, I should stay with this girl. Fuck, fuck Well, Jim. of course. I, I, that was, in my, in my mind, that was never in question. Mm. He should stay with this girl. She's, yeah. like, the shining light here. Uh, and so that's how the film ends. Woof. All right. So what do you guys got? Oh, this man. is the film that I think this country you, needs uh... and is clamoring for right now. So... Colton, were you thinking a sequel or a prequel? <laughs> Before we get into that, what'd you think, Kurt? What'd you think of the movie? Oh, boo, man. I th- oh, I th- boo. I started texting Nick, like, immediately when I started watching it. I was like, Nick, what the fuck is this? Like, it this was is, uh, rough. This was I stopped not... a little bit. Um... This was not uh, my cup of tea. I <laughs> I watched it giggling to myself, and I think making jokes to Nick about how much you would hate this. Like it's I an incredibly yeah. aggressive movie. Uh, it's very much about like <laughs> like uh, machismo male <laughs> aggression. It's just like <laughs> it's exhausting to watch. It's a lot of what is toxic masculinity. It's, I think it is. Yeah, the the protagonist of Jim is definitely the antithesis to you, Colton. Uh, sure, yeah. If there. Um, a yin right, to your so yang. Let me pull up my notes here for what I I wrote about harsh times. Oh. Okay, so my I have a pitch. Uh, it's a short one. And I don't have anything great. I don't. I he think died. you don't like, have anything. To, I said anything great. Like I'm trying oh, to. Oh, anything like, great. Okay. Well, like, I'm not saying mine is great. There's there's like, no great follow up to this. <laughs> Because there's the follow-up that I thought the prequel would be interesting because so a, you have everybody back alive. Here's a pitch that I have called Lil Harsh Times. <laughs> I was thinking, okay, here, my thought title was Harsher Times, but for my... my well, that would have to be a sequel, wouldn't it? Was yours not a sequel? No. Mine is, uh, a pre- mine is an animated prequel to the Harsh Times. 
animated. <laughs> that essentially acts as a Muppet Babies and uh, explains how Jim and Mike became fast friends. <laughs> so it's baby harsh times. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> harsh times junior. Harsh times babies. Um, and they get into all kinds of shenanigans on the on the playground. Like the like the little Looney Tunes like preschooler yeah. shit. Yeah, like, exactly. like what, what kind of shenanigans? What kind of shenanigans? Even as little tykes, they wanted to be perceived as strong men. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. So so what what kind of so uh, things they, would know, they do? Dealing the candy playground? cigarettes. They they. Oh, I was hoping uh, to help yours more than use something I had. <laughs> well, the, the the crux of the the prequel story is that they would entail the first time they actually smoked real legitimate weed and started and the, blowing off school. What if they smoked crystal meth and then they turned into muppets? <laughs> yeah, I, I like meth. Meth. <laughs> I like. Yeah, we we start them on meth. Um, meth at then, a young age. What age uh, are they? I, I think the crux of the story would be actually the them finding a BB gun and trying to sell it to various like. <laughs> Various dark characters around uh, L.A. animated or L.A. dark younger kid versions of very like sure si- sure like it's like still Terry Crews like but he's schoolers. still like a ripped yeah. baby like yeah who's that who's that famous gangster uh, in the white hat just like a baby version of him that famous gangster in the white hat from Chicago I forgot Al Capone Al Capone uh, yeah there you go it's not from Chicago <laughs> <laughs> baby he's, Al Capone he's also he's from the, the 20s. little baby Al Capone is like hey you want this BB gun baby Al. <laughs> so yeah, they catch a train up to Chicago and try to sell. No, nah, I can't afford it. I can't catch another charge. Al has a friend he can go to. Um. So yeah, they. Uh, my. That's it. They find the BB gun in the. Woods <laughs> the teacher says, "If they catch him with another BB gun, they're gonna send me to detention." Yeah, I'm gonna go to jail. Like so, babes, yeah. Basically, it's like a spanking a baby version. So I, that's all I had. Really, I don't really. There's no follow up uh, to this that I would want to participate in <laughs> all right where, where can we sell this to what network do you think wants a piece of it i don't think nick disney jr. but maybe nick jr nick jr um nick jr's still going pretty hard right i would think I adult think swim going probably hard, could we go. do could we do like a puppet version of this would it be like could we make like puppets to do this uh, felt times. probably oh I mean, felt Team times. america did it <laughs> felt felt times i like that. felt times it's all puppet uh Reimagination of harsh times. <laughs> <laughs> I had an idea a long time ago that I thought would be funny, but like would be very niche uh, to tour around with like a, a troupe of, of puppet performers that only reenact episodes of The Sopranos, but with puppets. Uh, uh, dude, you would have to do the four scene. Like that one's that's the best Soprano episode I've right, watched. And they they never do the same show. They always like they just like all right, catch the next show. It's the next episode of The Sopranos. Uh, I haven't sh- watched uh, I haven't watched The Sopranos yet, but Alex keeps sending me videos of scenes where Tony Soprano just says the most politically incorrect shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, oh, it's pretty trying. great. He's trying. Though. What if What if your puppet show <laughs> went around and it just did the last episode of every series? Of so what play. if Okay, so what <laughs> if we don't sell this as 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 a, a prequel movie, but as a traveling puppet show that does a a reenactment of harsh times with Muppets? And it uh, and it like replaces some of the more CD elements with like more. We could we could go all in on this. Uh, it's this is probably way more fun than any like. What do you real? have? Like what? Do you, what I do you... wasn't thinking just yeah, some kind yeah. of like Sicario esque re- retribution on uh, Mike. Oh, okay, yeah. Now go into that. Actually, let's explore it. Uh, I didn't have a whole lot, but like 
Maybe because I have, of his... I have nothing, so... <laughs> well, the puppet stuff was... Yeah, you puppets. You have a fun with that. Uh, my, you my, fun I mean, with that. That's just my all... My fallback is always puppets. Yeah, it was either that or, like, a prequel of how they were, like, friends, but... Uh, maybe, like... What if you did both? Like, what if it was a tie-in that, like... Like, like, it, it, like it, Godfather it, Part 2. Like, so we could yes. bring back Christian Bale for it. Yes. But he's, like... Because he's been he, dying they, to do this they, role they, after they Ford v. Ferrari. They do the, the, the age-down CGI so that he looks like he <laughs> He's even younger than before. <laughs> yeah, can we table this until Christian Bale's, like, 80 and then have him do, like, de-aging he's just <laughs> technology? A, and, okay, and then we have a, a ghost of, like, what he would have looked like, like, had yeah. he kept aging. <laughs> Harsh times, ghost. <laughs> Harsh times, supernatural. Okay, so like a Harsh retribution times. tale. Afterlife. Oh, but who's he gonna retribution on? The everyone that like on just the old man. Uh no, the old well like the old man gets to the, the gang to oh like, oh so they're gonna come uh, after to go Mike. after Mike go after Mike and either Mike has to like run or get some kind of help from probably. The FBI? Toussaint. What Toussaint, if Mike like Toussaint maybe smuggles him out of there and he's just like what he, if he... him and Gabriel or Evelyn yeah he Morio definitely can't the... go to the so authorities bad. and say well I was doing this drug deal with my crazy friend right and like, I shot him... some people and now they're trying to kill me yeah how about so this? like kind of how about this what if he and Toussaint team up or he, he uh, Sylvia and Toussaint go back to Mexico. They go back they, to. They run away to Mexico. Right. They go so, back. Sylvia, like, Mike, or, or they go Mike back to Marta. Yeah, Toussaint. Mike, Mike Toussaint, and Sylvia go back to Marta, and they're like, "Hey, he died. He was not a perfect person." Toussaint I don't gets think Sylvia would go. <laughs> what? Just gonna just gonna pause right here. I don't think Sylvia would go. I think I think you're right. I think, I Sylvia, think she would be. Done I think with it life with Sylvia might be. Done. And I don't think Eva Longoria wants to work with David Ayer again. <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, they're probably She's hungry. Be, there would probably be food this time. Yeah, he's yeah. <laughs> got more money. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> um, so okay, he's so on how the about run. this? How about this? Uh, okay, so Mike and Toussaint go on the run back to Mexico, where they 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 flee into the desert and take uh they take uh, what about ayahuasca. This? What about this? Okay. Uh, Mike uh gets offered uh protection if he goes to uh. Mexico and finds out where Jim got the marijuana from originally from the trunk so they can bust a cartel and then they'll, you know, wipe away his crimes or something. The marijuana cartel? I mean, I think it's just, that's just a, a part of a cartel. I don't think there's just a... Um, that's, uh, that just to put something. more danger. In, you're, want... in your Mex- you're under the border. You know what's crazy is he went and did that and it's like he knew... That like Homeland Security is watching him, like they are keeping an eye on him. Like we, like you're already on their radar. I think they were watching him as Ooh. much as like the TSA watches pilots. You know, what if they just watch them the, go by with their shit? What if instead of the FBI, Homeland Security finds Mike? Mike doesn't go to them. They find Mike, and they send him on a mission to like clean up this cartel business in Mexico. And Mike's a pussy, dude. I don't know if you forgot about that. Mike is a, Mike doesn't have any. Yeah, but they're sending him in as like Mike a CI is, with like some Mike other character a, that can be insane, like Jim. Mike is like a convicted felon. Yeah, but he like gonna... he like seems like a big bitch when it comes to like the killing stuff. Yeah, but he did kill Jim, and they know. So that's they like know a, that's like a mercy steal. friend killing. Like that dude was gonna die. right, right. He's not a pussy when it comes to mercy friend killings. <laughs> Assisted suicides are up for debate, man. I don't know. And now he's bloodthirsty. So <laughs> he's had a taste. I he think... really wants it. Um, Evan uh, Goria left, so he's pissed. He's right, just so... in for murder. 
So what if he goes back to find this cartel? He gets stuck in the desert. Takes ayahuasca, goes goes back to L.A. And it's not <laughs> like ayahuasca, he shits himself, goes back to L.A. It's not he like has, he, he remembers. Trip it's full in, of trolls and and fairies and, and centaurs. Jim. And Jim's there. <laughs> this isn't the L.A. he remembered. He somehow wakes uh, up in the movie Bright. Bright. Bright to <laughs> harsh time. Bright and to then, harsher times. <laughs> bright times. Bright times. He walks uh, back into a world where Max Landis is giving political commentary. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Great. Max, Max Landis and his mm. deep his his deep well of experience with the LAPD. Um, okay. All right. So I I like the idea of of him maybe having to work with the authorities to try and track, but it's. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. Pick... I I don't think the format of this episode worked out how I had thought because I what thought you that you were gonna, gonna pitch something, Colton, and then Kurt, you were gonna pitch something, and then I would pick a winner of who the pitch oh. would be. Oh, but that well, is not happening because we have completely hijacked Kurt's pitch. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, I'm sorry, there's not Kurt. a whole lot going through. Do it. Do, uh, do right now. Just do the purest form of your pitch, and then you can weigh it against my my Muppet babies. <laughs> but don't use the pitch that we just stole from you. No, you Go. can. <laughs> what do you mean? I made that. I helped make that one. Use any of the. Use anything you want, but do your full pitch right now. I yes. It's gone at this point. There's elements of it that I would probably get in trouble for using now. No, no trouble, no trouble. Don't listen to Nick's rules. Listen to were my you rules. gonna? Were you gonna do a Garfield in it? Because we might get in trouble for that if it's a Garfield. If it is a Garfield animated spin-off, he does peyote and just imagines a Garfield world. No, so that's no good. <laughs> no, that's no good. I that's don't no think good. the Davis estate oh. will allow us to do that. That's Luther. Not my bad. Okay, what Jim if Luther Davis? Not be confused um, with Garfield. What if Mike takes over the Jim Davis persona and is like, "I am Jim Davis now, and I am going to be a cartoonist." What if he just like has <laughs> a, like a mental break? I don't know, you know, and then, like he sees Jim as like, like his he subconscious. Would. He would. And he like, had a pretty hard time with the first murder he he witnessed, and now he's committed one. So now we have just like this Jim in his head telling him what to do. You know, like do so we, maybe he's like. He do can, we know what he went to jail for? No, so we can make that up. Mm. Uh, probably nothing serious. Cause probably not again, murder because he, he did get out. Yeah. yeah, it was a felony. But probably uh, drugs. What about how about hijacking cars? He can drive. He's a dr- good driver. There's something sure. he can do. Add like a Fast and Furious element into it. Yes, because we, he already knows this is familiarly water for David Ayer, right? Okay, so David. Yes. So what if we break <laughs> this is where he thrives? This is his, yeah, his moment. Okay. Did I'm you say this is where he drives, Nick? Ah, I did not say that, but. <laughs> anyway. So okay, cool. so okay, all right. So he's he's a carjacker, street racer kind of guy in in your sequel, Kurt. Uh, I don't know about a street racer. Maybe he can he can like drive really quick because he's not a killer, right? So maybe he like he he can like get the drugs and drive them really quick. Uh, okay. Oh, so he becomes a mule. Sure. Okay. A CI mule. So do you think maybe the uh, the cartel finds him first and tries to get him to be a mule um, as retribution for knocking off or his friend knocking off their uh, distribution network think, in L.A.? I think uh, Homeland Security comes and be like, hey, uh, we've been tailing Jim and we know about the marijuana uh, and the murder. So you're going to do this for us. We know about your past. Uh, you live your life a quarter mile at a time and we'll give you a keg of, cor- <laughs> of Corona. How's that okay. sound? Wrong guy. Okay. Oh. So he takes that pitch. They had him at 
six pack of Corona. Right, right. Like he gets rewarded so he for that. like for beer. Yeah. Um, Colton, are you, are, got any ideas? This is your pitch, Kurt. This is your pitch. Colton, sell me. I don't sell me. I want to make this baby. I, I want to make you money. I don't want to do this one. This pitch is like this Dazzle movie was like me. this movie was like almost sometimes almost you pitch movies you don't like. That's showbiz, baby. That's showbiz. I was unfamiliar with this format too. Uh, I came in thinking we would just merge our things together. We can, we can merge Muppet Baby. Honestly, if half of this movie is like a drugged out Muppet Babies mixed like, with like, okay, so how about like this? a fast, like a, a what is it? Uh, it's cutting in Las Vegas, kind of. It keeps cutting between like this serious story of like what happens after to like, his the, Muppet break, Babies the Muppet Baby animated version of before, and it's like, what? How are these two things related? And then like halfway through it, he gets shot and starts. It's like all like a uh, uh, a Jacob's Ladder situation where he's just like reflecting on his life as he bleeds out in the desert. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm. Yeah. So like, uh, so you have like, so you have like your your follow up to like he does join. Uh, a cartel, but you don't have to do a full movie of that yeah. because I mean you could probably just do the extremes of that pretty quickly. And you have and things for everybody. Intercut you know, the guns, Muppet babies, drugs, Muppets for kids. How about this? In in mm-hmm. in the the serious part, the 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 follow up, you do have the he has imagined imagined uh, a version <laughs> of of Christian Bale who is still like giving him terrible advice and following him, mm-hmm. but like it's just in his head. Also, it's just, Nick, like he's haunted by pot, this. Anymore on my bid. Every time uh, Mike murders someone, he he just yells, "We are men!" Every time. Okay. Are are we still wait? Are we still competing? Because I I just combined our ideas. Now that I have now that that I have perfectly synthesized, I I found the key. I was about to call this a mulligan, but Kurt uh, Kurt is the only one to have followed the rules so far. So Cole, you got a minute. Are you kidding me? I was in my pitch. In my pitch that they're trying so hard to be perceived as men. Okay, they're not saying like, we are men though. To, to they me, do. They say it. At least I didn't two, hear it. Now you uh, do. Give me at least okay. two specific situations okay. where they they're say selling, we are men. Right. All of a sudden, cigarettes. he's got these situations. They're selling candy cigarettes on the playground. Mm. He's like, "What are you gonna like? What are you not gonna buy this? Aren't you a man? Don't you want a candy cigarette?" And so that's how they like muscle their way into that. And then they, that's how they try and sell this BB gun to everyone. They're like, "What? You don't want a gun? What are you not a man? You want to protect your property? We're men, aren't we? We gotta have a BB gun." Sounds made up. Okay. Nope, no good. Oh, oh, well, okay. it's all made up. But <laughs> it is all made <laughs> I up. That's I exactly am still what gonna side <laughs> with. I am still gonna side with Craig because I like the idea of yes. Mike uh, killing people and screaming, "We're men." Yes. Who so, wouldn't like? That's he's funny. on a psychotic break. Yeah, and he's driving really gonna, fast. It's I like was the Dominic call it a mulligan, but you know, mm-hmm. it, uh, that's fine. Yeah, definitely pick the less. I pulled. I pulled this out of the bag. I stroked it home. All right. Well, I guess I guess Kurt wins this round. Whoa! Producer pick one goes to me. All right. So, so what are we calling your disaster follow up to this movie? Yes. Harsher times. Uh, yeah. Are you sticking with harsher times? What about harshest times? Harshest times. You're skipping harsher. You don't do want to save. Oh, room? I guess we do want you know. The, yeah, the what, what if it really what if it really works and you bring in his right. his unborn son for the third movie? <laughs> yes. No, I think that that's something that I, I was surprised I didn't hear about uh, Jim's psychotic son. I thought that that might come into the fold. Yeah. I don't know how long that so was, I heard how you long knew the second my dad. movie would last for. Would Mike die? Would Mike die at the end of mine? Right? I think I, I think he would be shot similar to how um Del Toro is shot in the second uh, in, in Day of the Soldado, yeah. but he does survive and he's made stronger for it. 
Uh, so when he's bleeding out, he doesn't die. But he doesn't die. He's saved. But he's close to death. By the spirit of Jim of Davis. Oh, Jim Davis. Step up. Don't die. Step Be up. Be a man. What, are you going to die bleeding out like a, like a woman? We are not men. We don't die. We are men. You're bleeding like a woman over here, Mike. <laughs> Only pussies bleed. Get up. So, yeah. Walk uh, it off. As a final note on my part, I would like to say this movie was one of the most sexist, uh, awful things I've ever watched. Oh yeah, yeah. it was. It was awful. It was. Uh, yeah. So, so Kurt, are you are you gonna stick with harsher times for your title? You can change it. You or you could say yes. I know. I'm pondering. Okay, ponder a little bit. Because you can't you can't throw out the times, right? The times is the important part. I guess I don't know. I, at, at the Here same call. time, this this has been what what fifteen years ago. Yeah, no, I'm I was pitching it like right, you know, a super soon sequel. These kind of people are old now. Yeah, that's what I think would also make it kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys would do like a like a uh, wet hot American summer first day of camp thing where it's just yeah, like the same. Just like, and it's like it's been one yeah. day. Yeah, we pretend like these people aren't all forty-five death, and fifty years old. The death yeah. of Jim has really aged me. Yeah, and that way we can add more elements where they like scream their age, like Jim did in the first one. Like, I'm twenty-six. I'm only or, twenty-seven. Or it's, yeah, it's yeah, I'm Dewey Cox's twelve-year-old girlfriend. <laughs> in what hot American someone's like, you'll feel like you're seventeen by the end of the summer. <laughs> right. Or your younger thirties. So, I really must insist on knowing the title. Okay, uh, Harsher Times. Harsher Times. Okay, Harsher Times. Coming late 2021 to maybe a No cinemas near you. Oh, maybe? What? Drive-ins are playing new movies. I'm hoping that we get in on the Netflix deal that uh, David Ayer has. Uh, Are we bringing David back to direct? I mean, I feel like the only way to really... uh, you know, and capture the magic of the first film is to bring back David Ayer because it's so this near and dear. More... To, you know, Jim and David have a lot of similarities, so we still yeah. need the spirit of Jim there. Jim Therefore, we need David. He did write and produce this. He did everything. Oh, this and the, so this the good news is, this time, he knows Max Landis, so he can maybe bring him along, too. Yeah, uh, that's, that sounds yeah, good. Bring that, that steady hand of Max Landis. I think right. that this has the potential to be... A great sequel. Mm-hmm. David Ayer does seem more uh, more okay with really going off the rails these days. So, honestly, maybe it will be better. Yeah, in all seriousness, he is hit and miss. So he, his hits the hits just good. don't hit. Yeah, he here's he he is hit and miss and miss and miss and miss and miss and miss <laughs> and miss and then maybe another hit, uh, but mostly miss for me. Yeah, no, he does miss a lot, but. He's but he has his fans, and Solid. that's you know, and that's not nothing. So yeah. Okay, so right. uh, so we have uh, harsher times coming out sometime in the future. So next week we're going to be doing uh, one of my picks. Oh. I have an ass- I have homework for you boys. Oh, good. I didn't know. I was not prepared. I know. I I prepared though. That's good for me. you. I know. <laughs> good for me. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. So last time I made you watch the Bye Bye Man, and I am truly sorry. A little bit. <laughs> I think we got a pretty interesting story out of it. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, but I think uh, this week I will have you guys watch a movie called Circle. It is on Netflix. It is. Oh, is it Emma? The Emma. No. With John Boyega. No. 
No. It's called. It's not the circle. It is just circle. Oh, it is a horror movie with a pretty unique concept. Is it about the tire? No, I will make you watch Rubber at some point because that sounds like a fun movie to watch. I heard about the movie, man. I want to. I want to watch it. So I I I don't think it's on Netflix right now, but when it comes back, I will. I will put that on my my make you watch list. Should we Should we describe it or just leave it at that? Um. I like leaving it at that. I, let's leave it at that. It's 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 a horror movie with a unique concept. Mm-hmm. Is it the 2015? I believe so. Yes. Version? Oh, Nick, you don't know about it. Cool. Held captive and faced with their enemy. Ah, execution. Ah, ah, no, 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 no. We're letting it lie. Okay. Let it lie. Because you okay. guys, because part of next week. Oh wait, are you so doing you, circle? Right? circle? I was just doing the log line. No log circle. line. No log lines. The okay. people who are, if the people are going to watch the movie, they'll see the log line. But otherwise, you guys are going to have to summarize this movie next week. Okay. Well, Nick, interesting okay. pick for your first producer pick. Uh, sorry, we uh, we were honestly a little bummed sorry. that we didn't do the Forrest Gump. Sorry that you're going to make us so much money with your harsher time sequel. Oh, sorry. Apology that the Listening, listening to this will make more money off of us than it. But I wish we yeah. could. But we could if we could just like somehow do the David Ayer thing and make characters that like spin off into a Buck Wild, you know, franchise. That we could have done it, but I don't think this was. It was just too harsh. The times were too harsh. It, the times were too harsh. Yeah, this was a harsh viewing. Yeah, I I apologize to anyone that actually watched this, other than you guys. I don't feel bad about that. But <laughs> yeah, I, no, it was it was fun. <laughs> to be fair, I, I probably would have watched this eventually, anyways. <laughs> yeah, well, you do watch everything. So. I watch everything. It's my deal. Oh. All right, All right. so Kurt, we'll be wanna, back wanna... next week with Circle, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, thanks. Anyone get anything they want to add before the end of our first producer pick episode? If anybody was, was listening a to this, success. thank you. What? I said I think this was a great success. This? Fantastic. Uh, all right. Thank you. Bye! I don't have some food.